This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Dustin Goodwin. He's in the HR industry, specifically in the software as a service space, looking to increase his revenue. So congratulations, Dustin, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday on the show to build your idea. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 coming up tomorrow morning, you guys will hear from Jack Dorsey. Yes, the founder of Twitter and Square. You're going to hear from his last boss. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning to you. Our guest this morning is Matt Smith, and he is the founder of Latergram, which I think many of you use, and Thinkific. He's also also into growth product and marketing from Vancouver. Matt, are you ready to take us to the top? Definitely. Let's take this. All right. Let, let's, let's have some fun here. So, was Thinkific first or was it later, Graham? Uh, Thinkific was first. So started that company with my brother uh, just over just over four years ago. Um, yeah, and we were actually working on like a online basically course, built a platform for that for ourselves. And then we turned it in, productized it and started selling it and did extremely well. And it's still going really well. They're, uh, they're based in Vancouver as well and, and been growing pretty rapidly. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's back up. So what's doing extremely, I mean, what, was is it a free thing or were you selling it? Define doing extremely well. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's, I mean, it, it took, it took us a little bit to figure it out, but basically it's a SaaS product for basically online bloggers and, uh, anyone looking to teach online and it gives you the ability to build an online course, uh, and, and basically sell it on your own website, under your own branding. So think sort of Shopify, for education per se. Okay. So uh, we built this out for ourselves originally, didn't really think about it as a product, and then launched it as a platform for other people to do so they could sign up, self-serve themselves. It's done well. It's, it's been used by Hootsuite. It's been used by a number of different uh, SaaS companies for sort of SaaS education training, but it's also been used as well for um, a lot of bloggers. Uh, uh, so for example, uh, Aaron Ross from Predictable Revenue uh, he uses it to sell his online uh, sales course uh, and basically teach people online and sell. So it's it's sort of the new version of, uh, I guess, uh, digital products online and the ability so, to sell digital products. So I want to know if this is familiar with Ankurt Nagpal's startup. We had him back on an episode 117. You know, he made $2 bucks when he was 21 and then he quit for a company called Teachable. And he's currently, as of January 2016, trying to raise basically $30 bucks. Is this, are you, do you guys compete with directly with Teachable? I would say that's probably a more our most direct competitor. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, hey, they're they're about to be buried in a big liquidation preference, so maybe you have an advantage. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see how they, they go. They're definitely, uh, yeah, they they're definitely one of the major competitors. So, in this, so. so do you still run Think Thinkific with you with your brother? Uh, no. So as of last year, uh, around January, I went full time on Latergram. So. Uh, we had launched uh, Latergram. It was built out of a hackathon uh, mm-hmm. while I was at Thinkific, just sort of uh, hanging out with some friends. He came over, decided, hey, let's do a hackathon. 
uh, started spitting off ideas. Um, and that's really where the, the, the idea of later ground came about. Um, so we just added like this Evernote list, uh, Ian McKinnon, my, one of the co-founders and just went through the Evernote list and just started listing off. And then when he mentioned the, uh, later ground idea of sort of figuring out a way to schedule posts to Instagram, I kind of jumped at it and was really excited. Uh, one of my friends, the reason because of that, one of my friends, uh, was doing managing an extremely large Instagram account for, uh, a large retail brand, uh, very, very familiar or similar to forever 21. It's uh, Brandy Melville and she was having a lot of problems doing it, spending a lot of time, uh, just basically managing it all through text messages with a whole bunch of people across the country. And, um, so yeah, when I, when I heard that, Hey, there's a way to do this and he like came up with this idea, sort of the, the technic visionary per se there. Um, I just jumped out and thought this was a great, so we, we did that as hackathon about, Six months later, we launched, um, you know, a private beta or beta, basically. Hey, uh, hey so but Nate, Matt, be- before we jump too deep into Latergram, uh, let me just real quick kind of finish up the loop on Thinkific. So, so yeah. you, you left full time on that. Give us a sense of size. I mean, what was peak? What was peak MRR before you left? Uh, I think we were doing about about that time around 10k MRR. Okay, and what uh, time was that? About a, you said two months ago, so November 2015. That was, I would say that's about that was over just over a year, like basically about 14 months ago or so. Okay, so November 2014. Yeah. About okay, that, about got that. it. Yeah. And yeah, so your brother's your brother's CEO now. Yeah, CEO. He he was CEO time. I was uh, CTO. So I've I've done software engineering. I've done all the kind of stuff. So I was. CTO in that company and co-founder and I was just leading basically product mostly. Um, and so, yeah, he basically did, uh, he was doing about 10 camera at the time we had, uh, and we were, we were starting to get, you know, growing and we were starting to get like a lot more traction in the space. Um, it wasn't anything particular, you know, running a company with your brother can be tough. Uh, I was about to say, did you guys say, did, is the real reason you left because you just argued eventually? I mean, it's all <laughs> between product and engineering is already a high friction moment in SaaS companies. Then you add the brother thing to the mix. Yeah. I, no, I don't, it wasn't anything like, you know, direct. It was just, I think, um, like I saw later ground was a great opportunity for me at the time. Uh, it was something I think, uh, and also like, there was definitely friction moments with my brother. I mean, you, you get that, like there's a different one. He's my older brother. So definitely, uh, there's pieces there, but I think like it wasn't anything particular. And I was, I left like, you know, being like, Hey, m- maybe in six months I'll come back and, you know, make this a go. Cause I wasn't really sure what the future at that point was for later gram was kind of, so, uh, so what, what do you think think if it'll, this will be the last question on think if then I want to get to later gram. What do you think it'll do total revenue in 2016? What's the goal? I think they're well on their way to going well over, I don't know, Probably over 100k MRR. So oh, very cool by the end of the year. Yeah, it's good. So, so they hit a million, million, million dollar run rate. Yeah, so they're doing well. Cool. Uh, I think I think that's where their numbers are. I haven't actually got a recent update, so I mean, but that's they're definitely really doing yeah. We well, gotta so. get your brother on the show. That'll be fun. I'll put his episode right after yours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm the other side of it. Yeah, there you go. I'm just kidding. So okay, so let's talk later, Graham. So we kind of know the origin. So what, remind everyone, what year did you actually get this thing out in beta, and how'd you launch it? So yeah, the, the hackathon was November sort of 2013. Uh, I think that's the right, um, but we didn't launch until, uh, I guess it was 2014, uh, around May, I think it's the 2014 May. We didn't give like, we, we didn't do a beta or anything. We just, um, collecting a few signups did like, you know, a beta list launch, that kind of stuff. But we hadn't actually, we're just slowly accepting people in and it was like, 
I mean, we were literally building the, the company in our pajamas and bedtime. Like, you know, I just sit there and basically fall asleep, um, getting the last few hours in, you know, uh, punching and, you know, doing a little coding or like emailing people. Uh, How old are you now, else. Matt? Uh, I'm 31. Okay. So. so you got it. Got it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done a handful of companies, um, but definitely the last two have been sort of them on the more successful side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, so we launched in May, we had about, I think it was about 20,000 signups at that point. Um, wait, how'd you get 20,000 signups on lot in the launch month? Well, it was like leading up to the launch months. I did a lot of uh, promotion, got a lot of people to write about us, reached out to. It just happened that it also happened that like a lot of the people signing up were bloggers and social media people. And they themselves are great getting they know how to build an audience. They know how to like talk to that audience. And so they were sharing it and loving what we had. Um, And so we were sharing with them our product, getting them early access. And so to do that, basically, they were writing articles about us and sharing and telling everyone and sort of that. It was a bit, a lot of hype buildup um, and a lot of uh, articles written about us. So we were getting a lot of basically blogger PR stuff. So how on. many of that just happened versus you hustling your butt off, convincing people one-on-one to write about it? You know, it's it's hard to say. I definitely, I had a whole system that was down. Uh, it's hard, to, you know, basically I'd invite them into our VIP program, which wasn't much of a VIP program at the time. Uh, Let's just be honest. You made it up to sound sexy and you called, slapped a VIP on it and people said, I want in. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's how it all is created. <laughs> it's so, accurate though, I bet, right? Yeah, no, I had, I, I mean, but I, I, I think I personally emailed all, almost all 20,000 of people, those signups and spent, you know most of my evenings writing these emails uh, and engaging with people. And I think when people see, you know, a founder doing that, they say, and they like the product and they like what they're going to offer. I think they're, they're more than willing to write about it. And so a lot of people just said, Hey, can I write about you instead of me even asking? I never asked really. That was the thing. It was great because I was just really caring about our users and the customers and who they are. And they were more than willing to write about us. So and talk about us. And I think it was also that we came into the, the market at the right time. There wasn't really any major people in the market doing what we were going to do. Um, there was all these hack solutions, um, but there wasn't, you know, a safe way to basically schedule and post to Instagram. So when we came in and did that and offer that and did a, you know, a nice, the, there was aesthetically pleasing UI was easy to use. I think people just jumped on the opportunity to share that and talk about it. So, so. is it still a free tool or are you guys making money? Yeah, so we're we're freemium uh, at this point. We're uh, well on our way to a million ARR. Um, what are you at? What are you at now? Uh, just over fifty k. Okay, so you're doing fifty. You'll do about fifty thousand dollars in January 2016, uh, and you're well on your way to getting to eighty eight thousand bucks per month. Yeah. Which top tribe? That's where yes. that's the magic number to get a million dollar ARR. Yeah, but we're we're a freemium product. So I mean, typical numbers to buffer in that like you know five percent free to pay conversion. Um, so we're looking at, you know, overall, like our goal though right now is not to drive revenue from the product. We want to drive usage and we want to drive growth on the, the user numbers. And How big's the team? How many team members? Uh, we just hired our 11th team member. Wow. Uh, all in Vancouver? So, yeah, we're all in Vancouver. That's pretty cool. uh, it's a great city to build a team. There's a lot of really talented people here and they have a lot of more loyalty than as compared to basically San Fran. San Fran, where I think it's like <laughs> 10 months or 11 months, the standard. That's uh, long. Yeah. So, 
And then the government programs up here are absolutely amazing. I mean, they, some of our salaries are covered. 80% of our salaries for tech is covered by the government. I think that's what it is right now. Wow. So, I need to go launch a software company in Vancouver. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> not, a, not a bad, it's a good city too. It's good. Uh, you know, good in the summer. And the government doesn't take equity or anything for that. No, no. Uh, Holy some mackerel. of the money's it's basically straight up grants, uh, grants and like basically tax grants. So they give you money at the end of the year and then they give you mon- monthly money. So it's a, it's a couple different programs, but if you've done sort of the hop, skip and jump before, or, you know, that kind of thing, you've, um, you know how to do it. To figure out, so, yeah. Okay, cool. So, and how many users are yet now? Uh, we're closing in on half a million. So just shy of that. Okay. So just shy of half a million. And is it, are those active users? And if so, how do you define active? Uh, so that wouldn't be active. Uh, we're, we look at about, about 40,000, um, monthly active right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we're, we're looking at engaging more and more. So, and, and monthly active would be people posting directly to Instagram using our platform. Like at so. least, at least one image per month, at least one image per month. Got so, it. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And in terms of number of paying customers that make up the 50 grand in MR, how many just quantity are paying? I, I think we're in like the three to 4,000 range. Okay. And what about, what about things like churn? If a hundred people are paying you in January, how many will keep paying you the next month? Uh, our churn has been a bit variable recently. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of competitors coming to the space, but on average, we're looking at about 5%. So. Okay. It's pretty, I mean, pretty standard actually in the SaaS space. Yeah. So, so, so 5%, just top tribe. What that means is each month they they'll lose about 5% of their total customers, but again, they're still growing fairly, they're fast top line. Yeah, so that, and, and a lot of those people aren't necessarily even churning from the product. They're just moving between, uh, the free plan and the paid plans and stuff like that. So, or some of them are like, they'll use us for a couple months for an event and then they'll come back. So it's not like they're necessarily churning from the product. Um, they're just, they're just churning from the paid plants. So, yep. And are you, um, so, so what about, I mean, are you doing any paid acquisition? Are you doing running Facebook ads to get new users or anything? No, we don't do any paid acquisition at this point. Um, we, I think, I think we might in the future, but at the current point, we're really kind of nailing our organic, um, acquisition channels that have worked really, really well and have scaled well for us as well. So, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of SEO is working really well for us. We we show up in a lot of search terms. We're working hard on the, the content marketing. We're doing really, really well with sort of uh, ambassador word of mouth programs like that. So that works really, really well for us. You're doing a lot of blog. I mean, blogging, things like that. Yeah, blogging. We're starting to do that more. That hasn't been the major channel, but it's starting to become one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's obviously been some of the new hires is working towards building that out. And uh, we're starting to do a lot more email marketing. I mean, that's pretty standard, but you know, we haven't done that. I, I think it's, we're still a very young company. Essentially mo- the entire team all started in the last 12 months. Yeah. So, um, and like I was, you know, most of them in the last six months. So we're still very young moving forward. It, you know, most of this product is built based on a lot of part-time effort. And so it's really been just sort of shifting gears and getting going. And, uh, so I think 2016 will be a really big year for us. Fair, uh, fair. What's your, what's your revenue, what's your re- total revenue goal for 2016? Uh, I more look at like month over month growth. Got it. So the hundred K uh, target, like me looking at a total revenue goal is not like the way I look at things. I look at is what's a, what, what is our sort of trajectory you're going to look at at the end of 2016. And so we're looking at sort of 25 to 30% month over month growth. And are you, you think you'll uh, raise capital or stay bootstrapped? 
so we actually have raised um, uh, seed round. How uh, much? It was uh, 1.2. Um, so that's kind of part of our story is actually when back in like May, a few weeks after um, the VC firm or a couple guys based out of Palo Alto gave us, uh, gave us a call. And so they wanted to put money in. Um, so this is... Uh, Wait, just out of the blue, they just cold emailed you? Cold emailed us, wanted to put money in, said they liked what they're doing. Apparently, so this are some of the guys that um, really early investors in Facebook. Um, so back when Facebook was like, you know, eight employees or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they developed uh, sort of an algorithm that determines sort of up and coming startups that have a lot of growth. Huh. Uh, and so they use that to, uh, to invest in us. The company's, or the VC firm's called Rocketship. Mm-hmm. So rocketship.vc. Um, really, really amazing group. Uh, so they've all been really helpful, and on Venki and Salish have all been very involved and, and helpful, and just always there to give us uh, a hand. And then, so they wrote us, uh, sort of did like a you know verbal note or safe, um, and then we moved on. And top chart, real quick, I'll link to what Matt is referencing via safe. It's basically kind of a Paul Graham Y Combinator standard, a kind of modified convertible note for you guys to study in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top. One nine zero. All right, Matt. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. No worries. Um, so the big thing there is, uh, you know, they they took a big risk on us before we even incorporated as a company. Like we had really nothing more than an app in the app store and a web based product, and you know a few thousand users. And they were like, "Hey, we really like what you're doing." So um, they gave us, you know, they gave us a chance and um, you know invested, put some money in earlier, and really like committed to what we were doing and gave us a lot of the confidence that we needed to do to sort of move forward with it. Um, given that we we're all, all the founders were pretty much involved in other startups at the point. Yep. So we had to make that mental shift to sell ourselves shifting to later ground um, and, you know, committing to that sort of future. I mean, we were all involved in other things and it's hard to sort of move away from the, your other sort of baby or what you're, you're putting all your energy in and, and sort of shift towards a, a new product. So, yeah, and what are you, this is, this is kind of, sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the, the, yeah. I know people listening, right? I can, cause I'm myself, I'm wondering people, people listening will wonder. I let, I usually have a good pulse on that. Buffer makes a lot of this kind of stuff public. You may or may not, but this would be really helpful if you do reveal it. What, what do you, what did you decide as a founder of the company? You raised a seed round. What did you decide to pay yourself? What do you pay yourself in the business? Uh, I'm not sure we hundred percent willing to share that of them, but, but it's yeah, not much. It's like, well, not much in, I think, Valley terms, but we're, we're definitely less than a hundred thousand us. I was going to so, say, or maybe give me a range. thousand Canadian. So not, not a lot. We didn't start off with a lot. We, that's, you know, but after we closed a seed round, we, we slightly increased it, but by not by much. Okay. So, that's helpful. Good. Um, yeah, definitely not, not anywhere close to uh, buffer salaries. Got it. Say. So yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah, hey, look, cool. th- 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 this is th- there was th- was there something else you wanted to add? I was just going to say we did we did uh, raise more money later on um, and sort of close up the seed round. Uh, Resolute founders, Heaton Shaw invested some money, um, and then also Aspect Ventures. So they're um, you know Teresa Gao and Jennifer Svonstad and and uh, Lauren Claudney put some money in as well. So uh, definitely a great great group of investors have helped us a lot and you know put a, basically. Have, uh, yeah, helped us a lot along the way. So, and, guys, top trip. If you're if you're listening right now, going, I don't know if I want to raise capital. I'm doing forty ish k a month, or you want to bootstrap it. We actually had Heaton on back in episode twenty eight. That NathanLaka.com forward slash the top 
28 and he basically broke down why they raised 10.8 million with kiss metrics versus why they self-funded crazy egg and it sounds like heaton is also an angel in later gram as a nice tie-in so go check that episode out yeah and they just he just launched his uh new quick sprout and sort of is explaining why he wants to build it out uh sort of self-funded as he called it as opposed to bootstrapped um well, they've got an interesting vision there. We, I mean, we had Neil Patel on back in episode 38, and he kind of, I mean, it sounds like they're going to try and build a software product, almost help people build their own version of Quicksprout. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. He's told me a bit about it, but, uh, you know, obviously. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, Matt, we're about to get my favorite part of the show. Before we do that, where can people connect with you online? Uh, you can connect on Twitter uh, at Samana or LinkedIn. Um you can, yeah, Instagram is kind of personal, but you can follow me there if you want as well. It's Mattyific. Um, so, yeah, that would be the way. Twitter is probably the ideal place. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes, and then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Tribe, many of you heard me record and share the story of how we just sold my very successful business, Heyo, in episodes 171, when I got a very suspicious email from a competitor, episode 177, when negotiations got very tense, and episode 184, when we closed the deal and the buyer came on the show live. But now what? So many people want to know, what is Nathan doing next? Guys, it's very big. You have heard it before, actually. Find out what it is live at nathanlatka.com forward slash what's next. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash what's next. Go there now to save your seat. They are limited and we are almost full. Top Tribe, there you have it. We're about to get to my favorite part of the show. Matt, do you know what's next? No, I don't. Come on, come on, man. Are you going to pass? Because I know you just got over the flu. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Go ahead. All right, number number one, man. What's your favorite business book? Uh, Thinking fast and slow is sort of what comes to mind right now. It's not really a business book, but it's just a way of thinking about things and really understanding how you think about things. And I think that's decision-making is really critical to business. So that's, that's the way... I don't know. That's that's what I'd recommend right now. So, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Um, well, Ian Shaw is pretty pretty influential in my life right now, so I'd probably look to him. He's making some interesting decisions. I think he understands SaaS and the freemium market really well. So, definitely, what I've been following. So, I would say, yeah. All right, number three, what is there? Is there a favorite online tool that you have, Matt? Like Evernote, besides Latergram. Um, using a lot of Evernote right recently, but, uh, just got a Fitbit. So I'm using that a lot. There uh, you go. Changing the life. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's the theory at least, right? Yeah. Stick the watch on, get a six pack. <laughs> there you go. Already done. <laughs> you would, you would be both. <laughs> I'll post an Instagram picture via Latergram once that happens. We'll see. Uh, all right, Matt, fourth question. Yes or no. You're building this empire. You're having a lot of success. Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, my goal is seven. So trying to, yeah, that there you go. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh, how old are you? 31. Okay. Take us back 11 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, 
you don't need a job. <laughs> Dude, I love that. <laughs> I love, no, no one's ever said that before. I love that. Simple to the point and so true. Top tribe there. You have a Matt Smith from Thinkific, his, an early success story, and now really sitting on a rocket ship with Latergram. They've raised over a million bucks. Their goal is to hit over a million dollar annual run right here in 2016 with almost half a million users. Matt, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Matt today, you will love Nathan Rothstein from yesterday. He made 750 grand in November of 2015 from t-shirt quilts. You won't believe his story. 